The bipartisan trillion dollar infrastructure bill was signed into law yesterday, which will pour billions of dollars into the nation's roads, ports, power lines, plumbing, broadband, all the things. If you're watching Dumb Money, we know that you're following the money. A trillion dollars could be a huge investment opportunity if you pick the right stocks. The thing is, the plan has been public for months. Uh, the headlines from this past summer were that the infrastructure bill was nearing the finish line. Biden's plan for the infrastructure has been widely discussed and debated and invested in since even before the election. Some of our trades have already paid off, and part of our investment strategy was that things were not going to get done in Washington. As expected, the trillion-dollar plan was cut back from the initial $2.3 trillion proposal. So is it too late to invest? Are there any stocks that haven't already made their move? Today on Dumb Money, we found a few trades that we think have room to move, but this bill becoming a law is a tipping point, and it could be the last chance to invest. We are Dumb Money. Three friends who turned $30,000 into $30 million using nothing more than Twitter and a zero-commission trading account. The suits that work on Wall Street, they call those people the smart money. That's not us. Our goal is to help level the playing field for everyday investors. We are Dumb Money. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hey there, Dave here, along with Chris and Jordan. We are Dumb Money. Welcome to Dumb Money Live, Infrastructure Investment Edition. If you like roads and bridges and broadband and the information superhighway, take a second, stimulate that like button. Chris, Jordan, out of the uh, trillion dollars, there is an indication that some of the first money is going to be spent in a few specific areas, improving access to broadband, replacing lead pipes for drinking water, uh, clearing the crazy backlog at the ports, Spending has already been announced there. Do any of your trades today relate to any of those areas? No. <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> Just the one word, no. Where where are you putting your money? I'll let you guys go first. I, I think my, my trade is a little, it's like related. It's just a different way of thinking about this bill and the repercussions it will have. I'll, I'll, I'll call it one level off from the bill, which okay. I think is the best way to think about this because I feel like a lot of the stuff that's directly in the bill that's obvious has played its way, it, it's played out, right? It's played out heavy the last week. Yeah. It's kind of astonishing that there were still moves to be made this last week. I'm actually shocked at some of the moves this last week based on this bill because it seems so obvious who the winners were. You think that people would have front run this weeks ago, weeks and weeks ago, but they didn't. They wait to the last minute. And like, I'm disappointed in myself that I didn't, you know, make some of these trades a week and a half ago. But generally, our trades from the last year are playing out now on this, right? But what are you guys thinking? Well, like, what, what is there a trade left for you guys? So I, I'll tell you that my immediate thought when I hear infrastructure is like Caterpillar. Uh, they're up 20% since a year ago, but they're down 14% from their high this summer. Uh, so it's like a knee jerk reaction, big equipment play. That would be the thing that comes to mind for me. My next thought that's not my pick. Um, the company that would provide a bunch of the big equipment, United Rentals, but they are already up 80% in a year, 400% yeah. since the uh, pandemic crash. I like them as a long-term play. I do think they'll benefit from the infrastructure bill, but they're not my pick. I also went a little off. I went a different direction. So my pick is actually doubling down on one of my current favorites, which is crypto. 
the digital infrastructure, because I don't know if you noticed, but there's a controversial provision in the bill that requires all crypto brokers to issue 1099s. The controversy is over how brokers are defined. The new language would uh, include crypto exchanges. And they're right now a bipartisan group of uh, senators trying to narrow that scope with some new legislation on top of this legislation. But either way, I think crypto is something that if you think about it, you're you're going to pay taxes whether you get a 1099 or not. So to me, getting a 1099 just makes it easier to figure out how much I actually owe. But whatever. The language in the bill seems to have triggered the crypto markets. Both Bitcoin and Ethereum uh, were down 10 percent. So uh, so I'm buying the dip. Yeah, that 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 seems like a temporary dip, at least based on that news, right, Dave? Because yes. that news will pass, and we all know when it comes to crypto, regulation sucks in the short term, but in the long term, if it means crypto, if it gives crypto a path to becoming too big to fail, hell yes, bring it on, because ultimately the 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 gain, right, the positive from that is way bigger than the negative. Of, yeah, of and taxes. they included it to have a way to help pay for some of these programs, right? They they know that there's crypto taxes that aren't being collected, so they're trying to figure out a way that is a fair way to report and do all of that. It's impossible to keep track of your like crypto earnings, especially when you're buying in one place and then sending it to another place, and then it's it's so complicated. I wish I could yeah. just get a report, but then I wish the IRS would just send me a bill instead of me trying to figure it out. Yeah. For those of us that are actually okay paying our taxes as high as they might be, we actually like stuff like this because we yeah. don't care. We'll pay our taxes. Just tell us what they are. Just make yeah. it easy for us. Right? If, I, I told that to an IRS uh, agent who was sitting in my uh, dining room during an audit. Like, why don't you just you tell me how much I You had an IRS agent living with you for like a month, Dave. Not a month. It was more like a week. But That's yes, because they'll let errors in their favor sit but errors in your favor they will not and so they get yeah. more money by acting like that it's ridiculous yeah, all right so that's my pick bitcoin ethereum just more more into that i just wired four hundred thousand dollars in it for my bank account to my crypto account over at uh, coinbase how about you jordan i think chris wants to go last oh he can go last yeah that's fine so i was looking at all the usual suspects like martin marietta Nucor, um you know some of those guys they've made huge gains uh, I'm looking at one that has, I mean, it did make pretty good gain, uh, I think, you know, through the summer. Um, it's currently back down a little bit. I'm looking at CMEX. Uh, there's going to be just a ton of demand for concrete. I think they're the best um, player in the game. They are a Mexican company, uh, but they, you know, you can you can buy the stock here, no problem. Um, and they do, uh, they're a big player here. So, um, you know, roads and bridges and um, construction projects that the government's going to support plus I mean, we are still in the middle of a big building boom. Everybody that I know that's in, um, that's in, you know, civil engineering or construction, uh, they've never been busier. Um, and so, cheap interest rates, um, you know, combine that along with um, some of these uh, infrastructure uh, projects. I think I think it's kind of a no-brainer to 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 be in the cement mixing game. What's their uh, what's their ticker? CX. That's what yeah, Jordan, it, it's it feels like it feels like that world. If you if you really look at what's about to happen the next few years, right? Yeah, their stocks are up. But like, does do we get any relief? Like, it's going to continue. The demand is going to continue to yeah. grow. I think for like two to six years, right? Like, it's just gonna we're yeah. just gonna be on this run of infrastructure and cement and building. And you yeah. know, we actually pulled out of a huge restaurant project 
that we were building on like a 17 acre plot um, that was going to require an insane amount of concrete. The concrete, the cost of concrete was going to be like eight hundred thousand dollars for us. And then, look, the, co I mean, I concrete the companies. I mean, they're, I mean, they're not sold out, right? But I mean, they're, they're running low. I mean, they're, they're producing everything they can produce right now. Um, so, other than those guys, I still like Energy Plays, um, just because it takes, you know, there, there's no electric cat, right? These things all run on diesel and. Uh, uh, not you know. yet. There's not an electric cat yet. Not. It'll happen. Yet. It could happen, right? Hey, you know, yeah. and so um we'll see that Fine. day but right now you know just as far as uh, energy density you still get the best bang for your buck out of big oil oh okay I'll, i'm ready guys i'm ready so all right i want to hear it there's a part of this bill that is totally played out in the market and it's the piece of the bill i think it's like seven billion dollars which doesn't sound like a ton but it's a ton when it comes to uh the EV infrastructure charging stations. Now, all these charging stocks have just gone through the roof over the past couple of weeks. And <laughs> there's a lot of controversy as to whether these stocks will ever be profitable based on the underlying fundamentals. I want nothing to do with them. Like they've had a huge run up. It's such an obvious play on the bill. Um, we're spending huge, I think we're going to grow to 500 thousand charging stations over the next eight or nine years so we'll be adding roughly fifty thousand charging stations a year so there's a bunch of companies in that space i don't want to talk about them because they've all had huge run-ups but there is another trade here and before i say it we're not financial advisors these are our thoughts this is what we're doing inside of our accounts um you know we don't know what your risk tolerance is so please speak to a financial advisor do your own homework uh poke holes in this thesis uh on our Discord, dominate.tv forward slash Discord. Please poke holes in the our thesis and let's have that debate. The one thing that I've noticed this week, both with the charging stations, because the ch it's absolutely insane, the degree of these, charge these charging stocks went up and even EV companies like Rivian, my mind is blown as to what's happening with Rivian right now. But the one takeaway from all of this is that when there is news flow that intersects with EV, people will push these stocks way further than you ever would imagine they should be pushed at that moment in time and fundamentals are completely irrelevant right we know that right fundamentals are relevant when it comes to rivian right now so we have to think about the future we have a funding bill that is going to guarantee that we have half a million charging stations stations around the country what is that going to do one step away that mean that is yet another massive tailwind for ev and i mean massive tailwind for am i buying EV car companies? Absolutely not. I'm not buying more. I already own my Tesla, right? I own a few of them. I'm not spending more money on EV car companies. That's the obvious play. I think the most interesting play here, if we look out a year or two, the next sector, I think, to heat up, to overheat, for people to get overly excited about, to make the headlines in the same way that these charging stations did this last month, uh, in the same way that Rivian is right now and Tesla has for the last six years, at some point in the next few months to next few years, I think the hottest topic in the world is going to become lithium, okay? And anything related to battery tech, battery supply chain. The stocks have all massively recovered from their summer slump. Why were they in a summer slump? Because we had a huge downtick in demand for lithium during the pandemic, okay? Car manufacturers and everyone else pulled back. We had an oversupply of lithium. But here's the thing. 
And you don't need to spend 100 hours researching lithium to understand this. Basically, everybody agrees that we are going to hit a lithium shortage of supply somewhere between 2022 and 2025. I'm not going to go into the deep analysis as to why it would be 22 or why it would be 25, but at some point that shortage is coming. Now, every lithium manufacturer in the world is racing to expand their production capacity. But even with all the production capacity that's coming online, it, it still looks like we're going to get a pretty severe shortage between 22 and 25. What does that tell me? That tells me that somewhere between 22 and 25, we're going to get a massive amount of news stories and commentary talking about this lithium shortage because right now only people that are really into these lithium stocks are talking about it okay i think when that happens and when people like elon who has already come out if you saw his tweet last week he came out and said hey everyone chill out because right now we're constrained due to chips today but we're about to be constrained in the future due to batteries, okay? And, and due to everything that it takes in the battery supply chain to produce batteries. So I am super long, have been super long this space uh, since last year. I added to my positions this week. And by the way, an additional little uh, tailwind, California just passed a bill, okay? And by the way, you know when California <clears throat> goes, so does the rest of the country. Ready for this, Dave? You're gonna love this. They are banning, banning anything but zero emission for small motor devices that go in like leaf blowers or lawnmowers or all that stuff. I think it's 2024. There's a chance it could get pushed due to some random things in the bill like I won't get into, but roughly 2024 in the state of California, there'll be no more leaf blowers, no more lawnmowers being sold unless they're electronic. If that happens nationwide and globally, which I think it will, and I hope it does, um, the there's just so many tailwinds for lithium. And yes, you can make a case that because of what's happening to lithium, there's so much science figuring out how do we produce batteries with less lithium, right? And I get that, but that is going to be years away, in my opinion, many years away. I think we're going to see a boom in the lithium sector in the next couple of years, I don't know when, but I'm preparing for it. And my favorite stock seems a little obvious. It's it's Lithium America. It's the one I've been touting for the last year, LAC. Uh, there's also Piedmont. There's also Livent, okay, which is big in South America. The, the interesting thing about Lithium America is that they have access to the largest lithium uh, mine in North America, in the U.S., and as we know, they are already discussing all types of tax uh, credits if you're able to manufacture batteries and put batteries in your car that were produced here in the U.S., okay? Lithium America is going to be that monster, and for anyone that doesn't understand the lithium space, what you need to know is it takes an incredible amount of time to get the legal and federal and, and state rights to actually mine lithium. It takes years and years and years. So Lithium America is like deep in this process, has yeah. a really big head start, access to the biggest mine. For me, it's the most obvious play, but there are others. Uh, again, there's Livent, um, there is Piedmont. There are a whole host of really interesting uh, lithium mining companies in Australia. Uh, that yeah. I'll talk about on another day. They're smaller, higher risk, but much higher rewards. I will. That will be its own episode at some point. 
I hey, do Chris, recommend I want to add something on to this uh, lithium space yeah. that you're talking about. And that is, uh, and Mr. Super Gibbs, thank you for jogging my brain, is copper. I was reading a story the other day that basically said um, that electric vehicles can use almost as much copper as like a house. And so what's going to end up happening is that uh, however much copper we're using right now in the next like five to 10 years, it's possible we could be using like nine to 10 times as much copper. And so copper... Uh, and copper company, copper mining companies might be something to look into. Well, I'm no, you know, I'm no expert on commodities, but it feels like that's going to be another uh, another material that'll be supply constrained going forward. Um, also, Jordan, Westwater Resources, one of my holdings that has not yeah. done well. I mean, this thing got cut in half. Um, they are again not in lithium, uh, but you know, tangentially related to the, the battery supply chain trade. There are other minerals that go into batteries. There's a lot of ways to play it. Honestly, going back to last episode, guys, the Dante's, uh, you know, the guy that won our best investor contest who made insane money last year, he is, I think, probably one of the world's foremost experts in trading of these lithium stocks. And I, that's who I follow, right? Like I'm following his tweets daily and I'll, I'll give you his address again if you haven't started following. It's Dante's Trading, D-A-N-T-E-S-T-R-A-D-I-N-G. I'm not endorsing him, but it's who I follow, right? Um, highly recommend just, just using him for discovery, information discovery and doing your own research. But I bought more of Lithium America. I also bought more of a bunch of other random. Here's what here's what's really cool. So this guy, this guy, and I can't say his real name. You won't let me. But uh, that Twitter account, he invests in all kinds of really small cap, like small medium cap stocks related to the sector. I just put th I throw money in all of them, guys. Like I, I throw money in all of them. I just want to be invested in the entire sector. I absolutely love it. I love it. And I think, listen, it's not about fundamentals because I think before fundamentals kick in in this sector, irrational exuberance is going to kick in yeah. on this sector at some point, right? Well, and I'm investing for the irrational right? exuberance. So when you brought up lawnmowers, weed eaters, uh, blowers, you know, I still, I mow my own yard. I switched over to an electric lawnmower. It's the best thing that's ever happened. And so... Um, it's not just California. Um, pretty much anybody that's buying a lawnmower right now is taking a hard look at Ego and some of these brands, and they more lithium, more copper, all of these materials that they need. Yeah, I'm I'm not in Lithium America right now, and I'm trying to remember why. I just timed it it the the exact worst way. I was looking. I probably got in right around the beginning of the year, up up here in January, and I held on to it for six months. I'm like, this isn't going anywhere. It's except for down. And you then got yeah, your tech Dave. By the way, you know, graphite is, West Water is graphite, guys. Again, it, you know, we can't explain it all in this episode, but it, it's fascinating all the all the ways, um, all the opportunity ahead in terms of battery supply chain. We don't have all the answers yet. So for me, it's spreading my money around the entire sector and then trying to have a, a, a concentration in leadership. And I do think Lithium America, you know, it's one of these rare companies, everyone loves the management team, right? Like usually when you get these miners, you don't have management teams that people love, but like people really love the management team of Lithium America. And I'm so happy that I didn't get scared out of that position when it crashed this summer, like earlier this summer. And I'm, I bought more, right? I bought more. And, and by the way, there, there are numerous opportunities globally 
between China, Australia, South America, lots of companies touching this space. We should do a few episodes down the road going a bit deeper, and we will do that. But that's my, that's my trade, guys. What, what, what else yeah. are you trading this week? Um, this week, I am trading ca- cannabis. Um, oh, I, can't, I shouldn't have said that, right? Am I not supposed to say You can that? say it one time. Okay, Just one don't time. say it again. I won't say green it again. Green plants. Uh, the green plants uh, sector. Uh, I want to do an episode on that, Dave. I want to do an episode on the green plant sector. And when we do that episode, we will not use the word I just said because YouTube punishes us for using that word. So uh, we're going to do an are episode on the green plant sector. Are they listening to our sector. conversations? What? They always yes, are they listening. Are. Yes, and they are. transcribing every word Technology. of it. It is, it is a tipping point. I think it's a tipping point for the green plant sector. And there were a few articles last week talking about that tipping point. And I want to dive in deep because I'm fairly heavily invested in that sector, have been all year. And I went in deeper in that sector and I'll discuss the trades and we can talk about kind of our favorite green plant stocks coming this week. (laughs)